welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Eiderstein, and thank you all for joining me today as we go through to the reading for March 8th from James Allen's Daily Meditations. And um, just looking forward to it. They've all been so good for March so far. I mean, every, pretty much every single one this year has been good, but you know, this the the lineup these have been put in has been just a, a great reminder for me. So I hope it's been helping everybody else that's listening, and uh, I appreciate it. So uh, this will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning that you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading, uh, because I haven't read it before uh, jumping on. So here we go. This will be March 8th of James Allen's Daily Meditations. If one would find peace, he must come out of passion. Selfishness or passion not only subsists in the gross forms of greed and glaringly ungoverned conditions of mind, it informs also every hidden thought which is subtly connected with the assumption and glorification of oneself. And it is the most deceiving and subtle when it prompts one to dwell upon the selfishness of others. To accuse them of it and to talk about it. The man who continually dwells upon the selfishness in others will not thus overcome his own selfishness. Not by accusing others do we come out of selfishness, but by purifying ourselves. The way from passion to peace is not by hurling painful charges against others, but by overcoming oneself. By eagerly striving to subdue the selfishness of others, we remain passion-bound. By patiently overcoming our own selfishness, we ascend to freedom. The ascending pathway is always at hand. It is the way of self-conquest. I feel like this one was uh, directly targeted at me when he wrote it. (laughs) Um, This one is about selfishness. It's about self-centeredness and then the distracting from our own by judging others. I mean, this is par for the course for myself and many others, I'll say. But I guess I'll just talk about me because that's what it tells me to do here <laughs> in this reading. I like So um, there's, there's a lot I relate to about what this was and a lot my experience has proven true of this reading. So there's this, the concept that this meditation and reading is about today is one that I don't feel is foreign to me or to many others, but like, but it has actually been proven to be true in my own personal experience. Like this is a, um, um, this is a lesson that could be taken from my life experience. Um, so let's get into it. If one would find peace, he must come out of passion. Now, I didn't understand this 
for a long time. I really thought peace was an emotion I would feel. It is not. Peace is allowing motion, emotions to be what they are and allowing them to pass through. Serenity, peace of soul, peace of mind, calmness of physical environment, you know, is, uh, I thought it was just a, the right mix of emotional states. <laughs> and, uh, and trust me, I pursued every emotional state I could to try to find it. And, um, but it's not it. Passion equates to emotions here. And the next line take, uh, brings it back even further, which is interesting. Um, but passion is an emotion, like one of the strongest emotions, you know, passionate. It's meaning a charged, like, emotional state, you know? And uh, a lot of us want to seek that, to seek passion. And it's good to enjoy what you do. It's good to um, be good at what you do. Maybe even be passionate and, or more so care about the job you do and what the company you work for stands for, this, that, the other, right? Um, that might be nice, but the reality of it is you can't live in that. At least I can't. I can't live in that. Um, it keep, makes me unstable. And then when the passion's gone or things get hard or the, um, the uh, job is um, not as... Uh, I get disillusioned with the job. You know, I, I, I start to find fault with something. Um, and then I move jobs. Then I would move jobs. So if you find yourself job hopping often... this might be something you want to look at. Uh, it was for me, you know, I was overtly passionate about it and oh, like my emotions invested in my work. You know, I was uh, like, I, I started to not want to be there anymore. You know, it wasn't, wasn't giving me that emotional rush, that emotional charge that I was looking for, you know. So to find peace, I had to step outside of the emotions. It doesn't mean like not have them because we're human. We'll have emotions. But it does mean that we can live outside of the emotions, decide, make decisions outside of the emotions, and just let them be energy, be what they are. We don't need to make our decisions based on the emotion of the minute. So if one would find peace, he must come out of passion. That's true. Selfishness or passion not only subsists in the gross forms of greed and glaringly ungoverned conditions of mind, it also, in, excuse me, it informs also every hidden thought which is subtly connected with the assumption and glorification of oneself. And it's most deceiving, and it is most deceiving and subtle when it prompts one to dwell upon the selfishness of others to accuse them of it and to talk about it. So that was all one sentence. Tons in that, though. So the first thing he says is selfishness or passion. So I connected passion to emotions, and he's connecting it 
even more so to selfishness. Because what are emotions? They're based on self, our own personal feelings about something, right? It's all being wrapped up with our, our, us and our current state and our mental state and our emotional state, right? That's selfish because all we're thinking about is how we feel. That's all I would think about. That's what everything I would do would be based upon is how I feel about it. And that's selfishness because all I'm doing... I'm the number one thing on my mind. And everything is in relation to how it makes me feel. So I am just running around selfish and self-centered to the core of my being. And every action I take, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a different way to live, to live outside of emotion and selfishness and passion. I needed to, I, I, I thought that was the only way to live. And a lot of that gets told to us today in the general media and I don't know, just society today, and at least in the United States, and that's so unfortunate. So, um, but he goes on to say, selfishness not or passion not only subsists in the gross forms of greed and glaringly ungoverned conditions of the mind, you know, those, um, what some might say, seven deadly sins, um, you know, but anything that's just all about you, you know, the unbridled, uh, self-centeredness people can have, including myself. I was an extremely selfish person for a very long time. And um, I just didn't realize it. I thought I was just getting through life the only way I knew how, which is kind of true, but not necessary to live that way. Um, so he's saying besides these glaringly obvious ways of being selfish... Um, Another way selfishness shows up and is entwined in our thoughts is it informs almost also every hidden thought which is subtly connected with the assumption glorification of oneself. So whenever we think something's about me, whenever I think something's about me, that's my selfishness. Whenever I think I'm going to look amazing or this is like I look, I'm the best at this. I'm like number one stud here or whatever it is, right? Um that's just my selfishness and self-centeredness coming in in a much in a different perspective right um or just uh you know i'm the the best at the job i do you know and or or uh, this is going to make me look like a hero or uh, the, also the other the flip side of this is um true to anything that would make me look terrible right anything that would make me lose credibility or like that, like every, I project those things too. So I'm just thinking about how I look to other people. He's saying here, like the, the egotistical part of this selfishness in the sense, like I think everything's about me. And then um, I think of how everything's going to make me look too. So, which can kind of be brought in with vanity, but you know, it's another way of, seeing your own selfishness at least seeing my own selfishness and then the final way it shows up he talked that he talks about here at least and it's most deceiving and subtle when it prompts one to dwell upon the selfishness of others to accuse them of it and to talk about it who gives you the the ticket to go tell everyone else that they're selfish 
Who gives who gives me the right to sit there and say that person's being selfish? This is how they're being selfish. Let me let me just tell you how selfish you are because I am that perfect. <laughs> right? That means the selfishness is still on my mind and if I take it upon take it as my own personal responsibility to uh, let you know that you are selfish, I'm just being selfish. Especially when it's not an ask for advice or criticism. When selfish, it's one of those things like um, when I quit drinking, I couldn't think about not drinking. I thought about, you know, living differently, like living honestly, living these spiritual principles and spiritual values and doing the right things and living a sober life. Um, Because if I'm thinking about not drinking, if I'm thinking about not drugging, if I'm thinking about not lying, I'm still thinking about those things, right? You can't think about making them negative doesn't mean they're not on your mind. Like, don't, the, the the one I've heard repeatedly is don't think about a pink elephant. And suddenly, you know, you're talking and thinking about a pink elephant. It doesn't matter if you're said not to. It's still on your mind. So you have to change the way you talk and say, it's not, I, I don't want to lie anymore. It's, I want to be honest. You replace it with the action you would like to be. You'll strive for that. If you say you don't want to lie, you're just going to continue to lie. So... And that's kind of the principle it's talking about here. If you're just looking for other people's selfishness and constantly have selfishness on your mind, you're still just being selfish. You've just projected it everywhere else. And you've made it your business to go save the world from themselves. In the sense of you're being to correct them in the to talk to them of it and talk about it. To accuse them of it and to talk about it. It's a uh, ego trip, really. He goes on to say, uh, the man who is continually dwe- the man who continually dwells upon the selfishness in others will not thus overcome his own selfishness, because you're keeping selfishness alive inside of you. Not by accusing others do we become un- come out of selfishness, but by purifying ourselves. The work is ours to do on our own, on ourselves. Everyone else's is on their own, by themselves. This is a personal, internal journey you have to take. And a powerful one at that. This is a, it is a long journey. It is a worthwhile journey, a rewarding journey in a lot of ways. Um, But it is mine to take for me and it is theirs to take for them. And yours is yours. And we can only do the work. The way from passion to peace is not by hurling painful charges against others, but by overcoming oneself. You don't get peace by running around looking external to yourself for distractions. It's really just distracting yourself from yourself, thinking with a false justification of good intention. That's the reality of that. You're just distracting yourself from looking at yourself, thinking you were helping other people. I would do it. I've done it tons of times. Heck, someone might some might consider what I'm doing right now the same. It's our job to purify ourselves, and we need the tools to do it. Hopefully that's what I'm bringing you guys, the tools that I used. And if you deem yourself needing to use them, then use them. 
and I can only tell my experience, but the way from passion to peace, not by hurling painful charges against others, but by overcoming oneself up above it, it says purifying ourselves by eagerly striving to subdue the selfishness in others. We remain passion bound. We're still running on emotion. We're still running on that cheap thrill of the emotional high that we get. And when we are still seeking those out, when we're still engaged in that behavior, our own selfishness is still driving the bus. Our own emotions, our own passions and selfishness is still front and center. Making decisions. That was a hard pill for me to swallow. It really was. Because I really thought I was helping people. He finishes the paragraph by by patiently overcoming our own selfishness, we ascend into freedom. Freedom's found by, again, getting outside of ourselves. Freedom is found by getting uh, To be of service to God, to others, to good, to society, to others. Freedom's found outside of ourselves in the sense of living a spiritual way of life, not a selfish, self-serving way of life. He finishes it here with a, just an anecdote about the constant work. Ascending pathway is always at hand. It is the way of self-conquest. What a truth that is. We will always, uh, it will always be the battle I'm fighting, the war I'm waging, the whatever you want to call it. It will always need to be the work that I am doing to maintain my peace and to continue to grow spiritually on this path. So uh, I'm going to go ahead, I'll wrap it up. It's been a, uh, I apologize for the length of time on this one, but. It was so much good stuff. It was it was a fantastic reading. Uh, very just extremely relevant to myself and my own personal journey that I've taken and I continue to take on a daily basis and continue to take a look at about myself. So um, thank you all for jumping on here and joining me. Uh, just a... Just a great reading that could have been written about me in my experience verbatim so um go ahead and give our facebook page a like and a follow if you haven't yet and um i look forward to reading tomorrow march 9th and just if this, see what the follow-up to this one is this was a this was a this was a heavy hitting one for me so i'm um, looking forward to it so until next time thanks mm -hmm.